Hi, Rachel. I'm glad, I'm glad you're back. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. No worries. No worries. Oh, it, it happens. It happens. <laughs> and that's fine. I'll, uh, I'll edit and make it work. Um, okay. Yes. Uh, but again, this is in real life. These things happen. <laughs> Nothing is scripted. <laughs> that's right. true. Um, please remind me what I was answering. Yes, we were talking about um your your ability to stay at NTV even oh. after you had, you know two two three years in you you know began to explore if there's um mm. the opportunity to do more if you know mm. this was it you were having your existence of crisis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that yes, that's great. I know. Room fun. So you are going through. Growing pains, uh huh. So yes, how do you end pain. up, you know, staying an, another three or um, mm. another four or five years at NTV? Um, and you were telling us about how you know you were at Part FM, so you had, mm. um, you had, you know, you were flexing your muscles on TV and in radio. Yeah, yes, that yes. was satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, it was, and I, I like your choice of words. It was very satisfying to to be able to have a career in radio and one on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you know, and I just wanted to point out that there was no pressure per se on the at, at NTV for me to be able to do more. Yeah. It is when I left uh, power mm. that I started to feel the emptiness because now I was just doing the news, you know. Yeah. So I would have a free day. And then, you know, going to NTV to do the news and maybe the occasional story, the occasional interview here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I left now, I started to look for what else I could do during the day. So I did some PR work. Um, I did some some work here and there, really, just to sort of fill that gap. And the more I struggled to look for, you know, other employment to sort of make up for the gap that I was feeling at, you know, at my job at TV, yeah. the more I realized, okay, now I need to re- reevaluate. So there was yeah. a bit of having the extra responsibilities during the day. But then there was also something that you mentioned. Um, you don't just up and leave a job. Like, yeah. who do you think you are? Especially <laughs> <laughs> uh, in Uganda, we've been told. Thank you, know, you. School, you graduate, you get a job, you make your parents proud. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right and anaka salary at the end of the month right. being making that decision to just leave without a plan was unheard of like i i i, I it's not something that i considered mm-hmm. until last that final year i was ready to leave mm-hmm. and even without a plan but thankfully i got something just you know in the nick of time mm-hmm. um, so um the more I started to feel like, okay, I need to reevaluate. And again, goes back to learning who I am, having that self-awareness. Yeah. Um, I started to ask myself, what really makes me happy? What, what fulfills me? Um, how long do I see myself doing this, this job at NTV? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes, I have a profile. I have all these people following me. Now I started to feel that sense of responsibility. Mm-hmm. How can you have these people following you and you have nothing to offer them. My God, the pressure started mounting. <laughs> the, oh pressure. God. the pressure to be an influencer. Thank you. <laughs> to be an influencer, to do a bit more. You can't yeah. just come and the news and you're not telling the people anything, you know. 
Um, and I'm a firm believer in, you know, if, if God has given you something, if God has given you a platform, he, you need to be able to use it for some good, you know, right. whether it's to inspire or, you know, to educate or to entertain, mm. whatever your values are, to be able to use that platform for something. And eh, I'll be honest, like knowing I have this number of followers on Twitter or Facebook, for me, it wasn't about you know, showing them the latest clothes because I'm not a fashionista. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it wasn't about the latest makeup. I'm not into makeup. It wasn't about any of that stuff. And not that that stuff is bad. Um, I I kept asking myself, what do I have? What do I have to offer? You know, what, what else can I offer these people beside reading the news? And I was... Yeah, I don't know whether that's the value of decision that, you know, the proverbial value value of decision, but I was in that place where I had so many conferences with myself. What do I want? What do I need? Who am I? What do I enjoy? What would make sense to me? What would make me go to bed and say, yes, you did a good job today, you know? And that conversation lasted a while. It lasted, um, it lasted a while. I would say maybe, maybe about two years. (laughs) And it, it was like an on and off uh, conversation with myself. I mean, there were yeah. moments where I felt like, oh, my TV career is thriving. I yeah. think this is it. <laughs> um, maybe I've gotten a compliment from someone or I've done such a good <laughs> an interview. I'm like, hmm, maybe there's hope. <laughs> maybe I'm not who's just being lazy or... Uh, oh, greedy. Yeah. You know, uh, some people say you're being greedy, like you have so much. You know, yeah. What you? Exactly. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, on those days, I was like, mm, let me give it some more time. Mm. And so I'll give it some time and that longing would come back and the pressure would come back until 2018, I confronted it and I said, okay, I, I have to leave by the end of this year. And I remember having conversations with Ben, my husband, and... Mm you know, we talked and he was like, so what do you want to do? And uh, we'd been married then maybe six years. Mm. And I knew for a fact that family is important to me. Parenting is important to me. Motherhood is important to me. Mm. It comes in terms of, you know, my ability to have conversations about it. I love plugging into those spaces. Um, And so I reached out Sorry, I, I'm getting ahead of myself in the conversation. But... <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Like, I absolutely love this because it's just the natural progression of the conversation. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> um, so I reached out to Manuela, Manuela Mulondo, with whom we created Bump Love. Mm-hmm. And she had a community of mothers already on Facebook. Yeah. She engaged with um, on a daily basis. And we talked about all sorts of things. Again, back to challenges, mm-hmm. what your mother was really like, you know, what are the things your kids are saying that make you laugh? What are the things that they're doing that drive you crazy? <laughs> what are you doing for immunization? How are you dealing with nutrition? Yeah. Yo, raising a human is hard work. <laughs> it's like a hundred jobs in one. Thank you very <clears throat> much. Yeah. And then God. God gives you like my last born. Yeah? Uh-huh. And then you multiply it by like a hundred, another hundred. <laughs> That's crazy. It's so crazy. So, I mean, I reach out to her and I say, hey, what do you think about, you know, turning this community into um, or having some YouTube content for your mm-hmm. online community? 
Mm-hmm. And she goes, no, you're like the third person who has told me that. Yeah. Why don't we get together and have a conversation about it? Yeah, with and the other two, right? Um, you two and the other two people that she... No, no, mm-hmm. this was just me and her at this okay. point. Right. Yeah, it was just me and her at this point. So we get together. I remember it was a, a breakfast morning at Cafe Java's. We we Fancy. sat down. And, yeah, no, 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 no. Fancy is Serena. Fancy is Naguru Skies. Um, so we get yeah. together and and we chat. And she was like, Rachel, you know, many people have asked me to do this. So the initial idea was for us to do a YouTube channel for her, and I had offered to produce it. Mm. Uh, and on that YouTube ch- YouTube channel, she'd be talking about motherhood because she owned a, a, a daycare center and she had knowledge about kids and early childhood development. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, she's, she was, she's a mother of two. And so I thought that the focus would be on her as a personality, talking about yeah. motherhood. Parenting. So yeah. we excited about our plan. We come up with topics when we are going to start. And then we go and share the, the idea with our husbands who both look at us and say, but why are we doing something small? Why don't we do an entire TV show where you Ooh. have, yes, and have uh, regular moms come yeah. together and talk about motherhood. There was nothing like that on TV yeah. anywhere in Uganda. Yeah, that is true. That is true. And I absolutely love um, yeah. that they, they, they didn't just say yes. They didn't just call sign. Yes. They actually they say, hey, just. you're thinking small, alone. Yes. <laughs> I absolutely yeah. love that because then the, the your partners knowing your potential and also yeah. being um being supportive of it, I, I guess really really helped you to actually you know lock into this idea. That's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we we were like, oh okay, you guys think that would work, and so we started thinking about who would be on the show, and so yeah. each one of ladies, uh, Pumla, Angie, Rosette, myself, and Manuela yeah. represent a certain category of, of moms, um, you know, whether it's co-parenting mom, uh, co-parenting single mom or mother of older children mm-hmm. or mother of girls and a boy or mother of one and waiting, you know, for, for another child or mother of, of two and is done and closed for business. <laughs> the bakery, it's closed bakery, it's closed. <laughs> It's, it's actually Pumla's that is closed. <laughs> like, I'm done, done, done. Never going to happen again. Um, right. I identify to, with yeah. that individual. Really? <laughs> but you're more than one. How many kids do you have, obviously? Two, two. No, but it's, it's, uh, it's like two and done. I mean, unless, I don't know. I, I, I become like a, a trillionaire in you. I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kids are expensive. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and I like that you had, you know, a diverse sort of representation of different yeah. types of moms. I think yeah. that's what has made um, the show successful. In my eyes, it's successful. I, I catch like every episode that comes out. <laughs> Thank you so much. And share widely and talk Aww. and, you know. <laughs> Do a deep dive, especially the dad episodes, because some of us dads. I know, I know. It's nice to hear from the fathers, really. It is. It is. Mm. It's really nice. Um, It's given it. It's given it this new, um, this new flair. So it's not just you know a 
a, a station about you know sorry a, a, a series about you know women discussing mother yeah. like you get you've yes. drawn you've drawn these guys in men. Mm. and yeah um, they're showing other men that yes you can be involved you should be involved exactly. in fact yep. you'll thank you for that device. <laughs> i know <laughs> i know yes. yeah. no i mean and i absolutely love that yeah mm-hmm. so we we got together now that was in 2018 and in my mind i was like okay if this works this will be my fallback plan mm-hmm. in other words i am i'm happy to leave ntv to come and focus you know on creating this show and this series mm-hmm. um, and so while i was pondering on that move and like making plans with Manuel and the girls mm. to start the show, I got the opportunity at Andela right. that all like sort of revealed another side of who I was still about having conversations with people mm-hmm. and being able to influence them and influence the, their way of thinking and behavior mm-hmm. through yeah. conversation and interaction and a lot of engagement that really was the opportunity. We we onboarded um, new software engineers because Andela recruited at the time monthly. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's backtrack a little. Backtrack. Um, <laughs> for, for more context. What yes. is Andela? What was the organization doing? And what was, yeah. you know, what, what was the aim of this? Um, you, you mentioned onboarding. So what was mm-hmm. the aim really? Mm-hmm. Um, so Andela really was is an organization um back then their strategy was a bit different Mm. they wanted to prove to the world that africa had potential Mm -hmm. that africa had um you know software engineers who are just as brilliant as the engineers in europe or in russia or in india Mm -hmm. or in any of these other places that are famous for software engineers and so them and uh set camp in started in lagos nigeria um, and started to give these software engineers an opportunity. So they put up workspaces mm-hmm. and then offered them uh, a training. Mm-hmm. The idea was that you come and you, you have the passion and the talent for it, and they offered you a six-month training. So and part this, of- mm-hmm. No, go ahead. I was going to ask, is this uh, training in, you know, like programming languages or is it in... Whoa. Yes, yes. A bulk of it was programming languages, mm-hmm. but there was an aspect for soft skills as well. Because uh-huh. you you work with software engineers and you yes. know that they don't <laughs> they, speak they, you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, which, is, which is basically why what I do exists because somebody oh, needs to translate exactly <laughs> exactly the business and the tech side yes 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 now the, the the thing about andela though was that the engineers after they went through the training were eventually placed with uh companies organizations in the u.s mm-hmm. or europe uh, and so they were part of the the teams that worked for these organizations so it was important mm-hmm. was you know, you know, was something that they could do. It was important that they are able to manage stakeholders. Mm-hmm. It was found that they were able to build relationships and work in teams and yeah. as a team. So all these skills that you know you're not taught in school but are very pertinent to your job came in very handy. And so Andela thought, why don't we invest in them as part of their training mm-hmm. to give skills the moment they come into the organization? 
Oh, nice. So I can see this is how you came into to, you know, to be that person. Ah. That's like, what? There's a job like this? <laughs> um, and so I I got in and so that was really my trade. So the training, that particular training lasted the first week of the recruits joining. Mm. So when they came in, we took, we, you know, shared who the organization was, what our values were. Um, what the vision is for the company and just gave them like a roadmap and said, okay, so if you're to succeed in Andela, mm-hmm. these are the two you need. And excuse me, this training, the training that we did was highly, highly interactive. So we had, you know, gamified learning, we had, mm-hmm. um, you know, conversations and interactions and a lot of the learning was from them. So we asked questions like, you know, what does it mean to build relationships? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to work in a team? Have you ever worked in a team? Because a lot of these engineers, um, some were straight out of uni. Mm-hmm. They had never been uh, in a work, workplace environment. They had never been in a professional environment. So yeah. it was important to introduce these concepts to them in a way that they can understand and in a way that's not intimidating. Yeah, yeah, and also I absolutely love that it was interactive and conversational because mm-hmm. then it's not like you know you're breathing rules down their neck because um, right? yeah. um, yeah. you're trusting them um, to sort of like come to solutions and come to you know yeah. a, a, a unified <laughs> a unified yeah. definition of you know yeah. what working on a team is like and how to approach mm-hmm. you know specific issues and mm-hmm. um, I find even in my work the way if if you let people lead, if you if you facilitate, you know, mm-hmm. coming to a common goal, it's so much yeah. easier for everybody to be on board and buy in, and that is so cool. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it was important to get them out of their shells, and they mm-hmm. really those were some of my most um, interesting, vulnerable. I mean, th- we had opportunities for them to be vulnerable because some mm-hmm. of the conversations we had were around. What are your insecurities? What do you fear? What mm-hmm. what are your weaknesses? What are your strengths? How do you think your past has shaped who you are? Because oh, wow. remember, we bring our our we want to be able to bring our authentic selves to the mm-hmm. workplace, mm-hmm. but sometimes we are hindered by, you know, what we think, uh, or rather, what our insecurities are. Yeah, uh, maybe you don't talk to a certain person because you think they don't like you. Why do you think they don't like you? And so to be able to confront that stuff mm. so that when you have the workplace, you are your authentic, true self. Yeah. That eventually translates to productivity. That is so cool. And they've built, you know, these skills and they've built them in the safest environment possible. Exactly. So even if they encounter mm-hmm. like, you know, roadblocks uh, when they're in the workspace, they know, you know, they have, you know, their toolkit to go back and yes. you know, patch yes. up what has been injured. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Cool. And we were always on hand, you know, if, if somebody had an issue with, say, communication, eventually when they were placed with a partner, they were able to fall back to us and say, hey, I think I'm struggling in this area. Do you have any, any articles maybe I can read or any further advice? Mm. So we're not just, you know, the onboarding um, trainers or facilitators. Yeah. Uh, we were even support. Oh, you are, yeah. A career yeah. resource. That is so cool. Exactly. So quick question. Let me understand mm. properly before I overhype yeah. this program. <laughs> well, <laughs> 
yeah. were they placed when you say placed with a partner in the US or Europe or wherever were oh, they yeah. um, sort of recruited and they flew and they were based at that office or were they doing the work offshore in Uganda you know keeping this expertise on ground yeah no they they stayed here um oh. the only travel that they did was to just go and get acquainted with the company mm. meet the meet the the owners of the organization get uh, an onboarding on the other side mm. and then came back home and did the work um remotely yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah which i thought so was, cool. was pretty cool <laughs> yeah i think that's awesome uh because mm-hmm. as, as somebody who is participating in brain drain <laughs> you're happy that there are some people who are not <laughs> who, who are brave enough not to and also whose life yeah. whose life can actually let them like if i could mm-hmm. i keep telling people if i could um mm. you know manage everything i want to do like mm. my my short-term and long-term goals um mm. have the, the resources to do that at home and still mm-hmm. be able to keep my children fed. <laughs> I would be I like I would be back home like tonight. I'd be jumping on a plane to go back home. But when you consider oh, children, yeah. yeah, especially yeah. when you have children in that mix. Anyway, now I'm making excuses. <laughs> no, 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 but I hear you children. By the way, my comments are about to be lit. About to be lit. I honestly mm-hmm. think so. Is this organized um founded organization or is it Muzungu's baby? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> who are the founders? Yes. So some of the founders are African. Mm-hmm. Um, although I think they they lived in the US. So yes, there were some co-founders that were African, but the majority mm-hmm. were African. Okay. All right. Great. And again, it's it's just 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 so we know, it's not uh, to take away anything from it. Anything that benefits Africa and Africans, like I'm all for. I'm all for. Yeah. So um, I noticed that um, you left Andela last year, mm. and obviously last year was a year like no other <laughs> in our generation. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. I'm curious, was that like a, a COVID, a COVID-induced, you know, cutback? Um, does the program have plans to restart after COVID? Like what's happening? What's going on? Because this you you seem so perfect for this and it's so needed. <laughs> yeah. And it's needed. So no. who do we call? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Um yeah, it really was mostly a, a COVID cutback. Um, mm-hmm. because a lot of a lot of the revenue is derived from these partners or these companies in the US mm-hmm. that even hire the software engineers. Yeah, uh, most of them were taking hits. Uh, remember when COVID had really just started mm-hmm. hit um, worldwide. A lot of companies had to cut back on their staff, which meant they had to cut back on some of their business. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so because it was affected on that end, mm. then Andela was inadvertently affected as well, which may, yeah. which meant that they had to do some cuts yeah. uh, from their staff as well. So it was it was mostly it was mostly COVID, mm. um, but also it sort of coincided with a, a slight change in strategy. 
Because um, remember I mentioned that they were hiring monthly and that yeah. had stopped the year before. Yeah. Which meant that our work uh had to evolve as well. Right. So by the time I left, I was actually not doing that work entirely per se, because they were mm-hmm. not hiring as much. Yeah. I did it on a smaller scale. And then mm. I, I entered the human resource space. Mm. Um, one of the things that I really appreciated about Andela that it wasn't just about your qualifications. Mm-hmm. To yes, to showcase yeah. your skill. Um, mm. If you were great with people, there were certain things that they looked out for. I mean, if you were great with people, if you had what it took to manage the role, Mm-hmm. based on your previous um, previous experience within the organization, yeah. then you will have an opportunity, you know? Yeah. As it should and, be. As it, as it should, should be. be. Yeah. As it should be. And so I became a human resource business partner and I was really an advocate for the software engineers, but also the organization. So that mm-hmm. bridge between what do the software engineers want? What are their issues? What are their problems? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So but also how do we enable the business to, you know, you know, still stand and be able to sustain um, the business within, within the country. So oh, yeah. that was fun too. <laughs> that is so cool. And like my dear hats off to you because you're doing this work while yeah. raising two boys uh, and yeah. being married because that's also I know. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, um, in the development stages of bump love so at this point like how are you managing your time how are you you know managing uh stress because some of these things like there's a fire here there's another fire there and then like how are you how are you managing your time through all of these things and splitting you know yourself because you can't be in four places five places at the same time so how are you Mm-hmm. So maybe for some context, um, a month after I joined Andela, I decided to resign from NTV because now I had found something that warmed my heart <laughs> <laughs> and uh, made me happy, you know, to wake up in the morning and go to work. Mm-hmm. And so I left NTV. And, and so now that was one, um, you know, responsibility off of my plate. Yeah. Um, I, I, I went to Andela and then I was now trying to get this show up and running. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other things that I really, really appreciated about Andela and that I, I wish Ugandan organizations would adopt is mm-hmm. the flexibility of, of, of the workplace. Yeah. We had the opportunity to work from home. This work from home concept was oh, not wow. new to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> at, at this point it's like so foreign. I re- you had to be yes. I mean, for some people, <laughs> yes, yes. For a lot of people now, it's like, oh, work from home. How do you do that? For us, it wasn't. I mean, you had the opportunity to do that mm-hmm. if you were to come to work or mm-hmm. if you just did a a change of environment. Because Andela was all about, excuse me, productivity and mm-hmm. what for you so if it meant sitting on your bin bag in your living room please go ahead and do it as long as of course you inform your line you're manager delivering yeah and, and delivering. exactly yeah. yes so go ahead and do that what mm-hmm. where you'd most likely be productive that was what's that was what was important and even when you came to the office mm. you think <laughs> the office looks better than some of our homes you know <laughs> 
um, they went all out in making sure that the colors were right. The place yeah. looked like vibrant. We had uh, on one of the floors, there was a pool table. We had uh, milk. A lot. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had the startup package. Like, exactly. is so cool here, Banangi. And, really? yeah, and I realized it's a trick to keep you in office. <laughs> <laughs> because seriously, you have a nice trick. Yeah. They just mind trick. Anyway, I so know. you're doing all of this. How are you? Um, I, I guess the flexibility of Andela helped you to be able yeah. to focus on the other things. Yeah. And yeah. I'm guessing also... um. Like you and the girls probably met on weekends or evenings because they probably have day jobs too. Yes, so yes. Yeah. So we we meet. In fact, up to now we meet on Sundays because that's that's the best uh, best time for each one of us. Angie mm. has a business, which means on Saturday she's mostly engaged in mm. events uh, during the week, meeting clients. Mm. Rosette has a day job. Uh, Pumla has a day job. Mm. Manuela running her daycare as well and so yes we did have we do have day jobs and and sunday was the best time for us to meet yeah is that when you meet and record um you know the episodes of that week or um this is when you meet and like you know brainstorm and create things (laughs) so that that has that also has a story it's interesting i was actually talking to manuela today just seeing how look at how how far we've come, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of being. So initially we were random like that. Would <laughs> okay, guys, are we ready? Do we have? Are we available this Sunday? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, so maybe uh, okay. Maybe one of us is not available. Let's wait. Okay, are mm-hmm. we available next Sunday? Okay, let's let's meet. Okay, what are we talking about? Mm, I was thinking, let's talk. So we were random like that until mm-hmm. <laughs> until um last year. I think mm-hmm. actually the end of last year we decided that we would create uh, a schedule and so we have 13 weeks of content so we have 13 weeks to shoot oh wow uh, mm. we're shooting from the beginning of january to about the end of march mm. um, yeah so we were shooting now we are on a break mm. cool because we are on a break and there is still content on air and that that right. just <laughs> that's a much yeah. a much more efficient use of all your time exactly. and then exactly. it also keeps us the funds you know because we'd be in your yeah. inboxes looking for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're able to respond now because <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is you know that's so cool so you've took you've, yeah. you've taken us through you know how this started with you you know speaking to plants and commanding things I know. <laughs> All the way to uh, your work, uh, your amazing work with Andela, your amazing work with uh, Bump Love, and um, what does um, what does the future look like for you? I mean, in as far as you can share right now, because I know you're cooking up things that you may not be able to talk about yet. But what, what are you um, what are you looking to achieve in the near future? Like, um, uh, I, I I typically ask people and myself if you weren't afraid, if you weren't afraid, or if you didn't have, you know, this um constraints. Like, what would you do? What would you do? So, what are you looking to do? And what's the big end game dream for you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I have no clue. 
and that's fine that's an answer <laughs> no no that's a hundred percent fine because it shows me you're living in your moment in the moment no i will be honest so i have thought about a couple of things mm. um, <laughs> and Bambi, Can don't I... feel don't feel like put on the spot if it's something no 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 I don't I don't fine. Hey, <laughs> been talking for about an hour and so I feel like I can't tell you anything <laughs> including those who are listening my dear, that's how I hook you and then I put it on the internet and the whole I know. Your dream and they'll be talking on you 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 said Rachel you said you would do X Y Z in yeah. 2025 hmm? where is it <laughs> Oh my! Um, so I really, I'm I'm actually gonna be honest. So I really do try and live in the moment. I feel like when about okay, Rachel, what do you want to do in like the next five years? I get really overwhelmed, mm. and then I focus on what is at hand. But yeah. I have always been uh, interested in the content creation space. So the stuff that we are doing, for example, yeah. now, yeah, I love to talk and I love to have conversations, meaningful conversations, not just any jazz. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. So I really would like to, to, to tap into the content creation space, but I, I'm an overthinker. And so I'm in that space where I'm like, but really, Rachel, like, what are you, what are you going to say? <laughs> what? <laughs> What things are you going to say on this content creation? And so I follow oh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you, just from talking to you for this hour, one, uh, you could create, you know, that uh, soft skill course and, you know, teach people. You could inspire students. You could inspire newcomers into the corporate world. You could inspire yeah. people who have made mistakes and are um, looking to bounce back. <laughs> There's so much you can do. Please share these ideas on WhatsApp when you're done. I'll, I'll, when you're trust done. me, I'll psychoanalyze you from this conversation and send you a list. Oh my! Oh my! Conversation yeah. and uh, yeah, that you, honestly you'd be good at so many things. But yes, <laughs> yeah. So hmm, yeah, in my mind. Anyway, so conversation. Um. But if you asked me what would really, really make me happy is mm. actually raising my kids. I, I want to have some more babies. And hey, <laughs> hey. Yeah, be that mother yeah. who kids to uh, soccer matches. And I really, I thoroughly enjoy doing that stuff. I mean, I know that exhausting and draining and it's almost a thankless job if you ask me. <laughs> Don't trust me though, thank you. After like 27. <laughs> later, later. I mean, so if money was not a hindrance, yeah, would actually put my my efforts into that yeah. and have like my content creation because yeah. I, I like being able to have those conversations that leave me feeling satisfied and like, mm-hmm. okay, I have poured out my heart. Yeah. Uh, help someone you know on my ig i started doing a couple of ig stories last year and um i was just i would think about stuff that i want to talk about i think one of the times about um i talked about what is in my gratitude box so you've heard about how you know it's really cool to keep a gratitude box to keep you from complaining and to keep right. you from Sorry? Yes. No, I'm saying right. I have. Yes. yes. So I, I, I did a video around that. I did a video around um, 
what it was like for me losing a job and being laid off and mm-hmm. how I processed emotions. Um, and so I like the idea of vulnerability, of course, with some caution. <laughs> right. You don't want to arm people. You don't want to give people ammunition. <laughs> right. Or like, mm, but you said ABCD. <laughs> and now we are seeing you be a certain way. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I like, I would like that opportunity to mm. do that, to, to, t- to tell my story in such a way that someone feels like they are not alone. Yeah. You know, like, oh, wow. can that or gosh I thought I was the only one struggling with that you know it's mm-hmm. nice to know that there is someone who has lived through it and they they have overcome so to speak mm-hmm. yeah oh wow that's where I see myself I don't know yet how it's going to unfold but <laughs> but you know where you're going I, I honestly that is so good it warms my heart and um and you're all about giving, yes. And and you, yeah. like, it it sounds like you derive, you know, your internal personal satisfaction yeah. from giving, from being of service to people, from adding value to their lives, and mm. that is so admirable, Banake. <laughs> Thank it's you. Admirable. And yeah, yeah, and it's exactly um it's exactly who I pictured you to be. Like I see people, then I just imagine them in my head and you have lived <laughs> up to expectations. Oh wow, look at that. <laughs> you lived, you've exceeded expectations actually. Yeah. And I'm like in awe. So thank you, thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah, mm. and if there's anything you'd like to say before we, you know, hang up and I run back to work. <laughs> oh, yes. It's work <laughs> yeah. yeah. If there's anything else you'd like to share, please feel free. If you have a parting word, you know, drop one last knowledge bomb on us. Oh, girl. Pressure, pressure, pressure. <laughs> Absolutely no pressure. Even if you tell them, get enough rest, bye. <laughs> That, that could change the life of someone who needed to hear exactly that statement. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, just to say thank you, Ovia. Um, I wasn't too sure what to expect, but from our conversation yesterday, I was pre- we prepared for, um, for the podcast. I mean, I got the sense that you are really bubbly and you ask just the right questions. Um, I mean, I'm listening to myself talking and I'm like, eh, okay. <laughs> So I really commend you for that and for the work you're doing with this podcast. I think that it's just nice to get to know someone beyond what you see on social media mm. or what you um on TV, in my case. Mm. And I really hope and pray that your podcast goes far and that you have conversations with big people and yeah i mean i would want to be associated and say yeah i was, I was one of those yeah i, I was original the original you know, before, before she had Elon Musk telling us how he's going to mars <laughs> yes something like that yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. in addition yeah. to that though mm-hmm. i i am just inspired by um everybody's story like even the most ordinary mm-hmm. people let me tell you the most enlightening conversations one of the most enlightening conversations i've ever had was with a border guy no way <laughs> a, a border guy with no high school education via komamu p5 mm-hmm. but that oh, anyway awesome. i'll write a story one day i mean i have oh, it in draft but i will publish it one day <laughs> 
You should, you should. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for allowing me to speak about myself. And I hope that someone has learned a thing or two and is inspired to go for what they like and what fulfills them. Because I think there's nothing as there's nothing worse than going to bed knowing you're unhappy about work, about your job, about where you spend three quarters of your time as an individual. Um, and so, yeah, I, I am so grateful that you gave me the opportunity um, to speak. Thank you. Podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. You are first celeb. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Have a good night. Thank you so much. Say hi to Thank your family. You. Bye. I will. And yes, Bye. coffee when I come home. As soon as okay. you know, Bye. That would be <laughs> nice. I look forward to that. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.